This episode is brought to you by DistroKid. If you're an artist, musician, in a band, and want to get your music up on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, DistroKid can do that for you. If you head over to distrokid.com slash Garza, you will get 30% off. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash Garza to get 30% off if you sign up today. We are also brought to you by EMG Pickups. I've been using them for well over 10 years. The 817 gives me that identifiable heavy sound that I love. Go to emgpickups.com and use the promo code HEAVY at checkout to save 15%. That's emgpickups.com, promo code HEAVY to get 15% off your entire order. Back rolling. Cool. Well, we are officially rolling. My dudes, my brothers, thank you all for being here. Mm-hmm. I got to cheers all you guys. I saw you guys oh, have waters. I need, yeah, I need water cheers, first. Cheers, I'll have a beer after. Cheers. Cheers. Dan Kenny, cheers in the vape, dude. Cheers in the vape. So this podcast will come out probably a couple months from now, but it is May 2nd, and we just got done recording our our record last Friday, so it's fresh. So we decided let's just talk about it now. And then, uh, yeah, so we are all here, stoked. We got also, by coincidence, we also started getting masters today of our record, and I think I think we're pretty horny. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody in this room has oh. a combined horny power of plus 100, dude. Plus it's, for uh, for 1, context, 000. though, horny has been the, the, ex- the, the adjective used <laughs> the theme of the record. As opposed to excited or stoked. Yes. So it's, it's, started, it's, it's an evolved from horned up. Well, it, it, it is. It came from horned up, but it's which we dark. have, which we have Dan Kenny to thank for. Yeah, yeah. Heavy, uh, the, hev- the drunk guy from The Bachelor. That's yeah, right. Him to thank. <laughs> yes, that's right. It started yes. as heavy as possible. Yes. The yeah. group chat amongst us and Taylor is hap, which coined by Garza. Hap. Hap is heavier. Er, Heavy as possible. Heavy as possible. Heavy I tried possible. to name the record heavier than possible. Heavier than possible. Yeah. Would be sick. <laughs> it's, it's still a great, a great name. I think, I think it it's is. a good it working is. title. It you is. know, it's funny. It, it sounds like it could be like no offense to these bands or anything. It could be like Exodus. It could be an Exodus title or like totally. a Testament yeah, album yeah. or something. No. Yeah, uh, but yeah, heavier than possible. But yeah, no, what is it? DNR, do not resuscitate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> heavier than possible. We're, we're horny as possible, though. <laughs> yeah. When it comes yeah. to this record, horny as possible. Yeah. Two, two days into drum tracking, you know, it became horny as possible. Really, that's, <laughs> that's what happened. Dude. Blame it on big sperm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's what's more exciting than being horny? You know, that's the like yeah. ultimate excitement. <laughs> He's, this man's got a point, dude. Oh. I mean, there's no. Is there a more exciting feeling? No. I mean, you, that could be a stifling feeling too. You know, if you're horny <laughs> yeah, and, you got, and you got nowhere to go dude. with that, like, you know, that's tour true, bus that. horny, dude. That's true. You know, you're on the true. bandwagon. That's true. <laughs> that's bad. That's true. Bad. And shout out to Taylor Young. He did a phenomenal job, and he was trying so hard not to say horny. <laughs> but I broke him. I broke him. He did. I'm a. Uh, he did one. I'm claiming that one. He did. He was trying so hard because we, we would say it pretty much all day. Man, I am. Man, that that part is horny. <laughs> And, and uh, he was like, he just won't say anything. He just wouldn't buckle, and he, dude. And, and he finally, finally, he gave in to how sick everything was sounding. He was like, guys, <laughs> uh, uh, I can't believe I'm going to jump on the wagon, but this uh, 
This sounds pretty horny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there it is, dude. I remember when it happened. I, I, dude, I was feelings. like, he like turned his chair around. He did. He, he like, went with his leg up and everything and just, <laughs> like, sounds pretty horny. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, Taylor. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, Taylor killed it. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a great he's man. A great, he's a great boy, Taylor's dude. Young, a good boy. Young legend, dude. I know. Very, <laughs> very stoked to, to have worked with him on this record. 100%. Yeah. Mike Gitter. Who is our A and R at Century Media? He will take credit for for referring us to Taylor. But of course. However, <laughs> however, however, the reality is the, the tr- we've been we've been eyeing eyeing Taylor for a long, long time, man. I, I've been a fan of Twitching Tongues and Nails for a long time, so it was uh, it was cool to be working with somebody that I've always appreciated. Hundred percent. Yeah, you showed me Twitching Tongues, mm-hmm. and they were well inhumane. Was, What's the name of the song? Inhumane. Uh, Inhumane or whatever the hell that song is. You know I'm bad with and names. I know that song was like my favorite song for so long. But Taylor fucking it's killed that, it. It's that that record. It's it's a no no love and war. Is that what it is? That, that's the name of the record. N- uh, no, there there's no law in love. Or no law in like love. That. That's, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and nice. that record is fucking incredible. That, he is a legend. Yeah, he's a mind. It was great working. Well, with it's him. like, it, yeah. it, and he—I yeah. mean, he does—he does it all. He sings, plays guitar, he plays drums. Like, mm-hmm. and, he's, and he's sick at yeah. all of it. Yes, and uh, the stuff yeah. that he was showing us what was yeah. the, what was the band that he he showed us, Dan. <laughs> also, also, <laughs> also, he showed us a lot of bands. He yeah, was so heavy, it's silent. Also, for the record, uh, it's Monday, and Dan Kenny just uh, had a great weekend. So if he, he seems, just woke yeah, up, he, if he seems kind of over, <laughs> and it's also in the evening, we already rehearsed today. Yeah, We've had a yeah, long day. Dan Kenny's clocked out for the day, guys. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I'm clocked in right now. You clocked in? Did you guys? What'd you have for lunch? Did you guys have wobble? I had wobble grill. Dude. Yeah. Do wobble grill with my new, my new love. For sure. Would you get the plant-based steak? Yeah, he did. When, oh, what? When, when, when I saw plant-based steak, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going there. And it was it exceeded what I thought it was, it was going to be. Would you say it was, like, Michelin star worthy? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, what's that? A star, right? Three, uh, three, it's three stars, three stars. Is, is, is the top. Yeah. Can't go any higher than three stars. If, if you're talking fast food, like three stars, I will give it a three star for fast food. Three stars. For, it's a three star Michelin for fast food. Well, you guys heard the man Waba sponsor us, dude. Like, Would you yeah. say it's yeah horny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely uh, horny as possible. For sure. <laughs> I'm horned up because that that is the struggle. Like you want to go out. Sometimes it's fast food, and you want you want like the middle ground to hit. It's like okay, I want it to taste good. But also, I want some veggies and be healthy at the same time. That's a hard fucking line to hit, dude. Yeah. And Waba yeah. Grill does it. Waba flame while, while still broiler. being fast food. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. It, took, it took them how long to make mine, so that wasn't that fast. Because they don't like you, Dan <laughs> yeah. you What did you order? Steak bowl. Oh, okay. Did you get your steak well done? No. They, made, for, they made it well done, though. <laughs> he asked for a steak bowl with spicy chicken, and they were like, we can't do that. Yeah, oh, we, we can't, got, we oh, can't you give you spicy protein? chicken on top of the... And they, they got all mad at him. As a, uh, as a horny took boy, a little right there, extra. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. Some god. some of those steaks weren't steak, god you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Hey, Ernie, I, I'm just curious. What do you think about the drums, and and how and, and uh, were were they what you were expecting, and, or what were you expecting? Uh. <laughs> I'm just like yeah it's, it, I was getting weird I get put on the spot no like uh, all joking aside all all seriousness I uh, uh, I'm blown away 
by what uh, like what we've listened to today and all that stuff. Even for, even from the time that we got done tracking drums and just kind of like the raw stuff that we were listening back to that um that like uh, what's the guy's name uh, Oliver Oliver that he was like you know shout like out. like editing yeah shot at Oliver what a gnarly individual super fast super sick. Um, just the stuff that was done in, in the room there at 606, like by the time we left, like start guitars and all that stuff, I was already like really excited, like of what, like a foundation that we had laid just drums. And I was just like, wow, like this already sounds sick. Like if this is the starting point, everything else is going to get put on top of it. It's just, it's, there, there was no way that it could be bad. Yeah. Like, you know, with like, with like all due respect, I'm not trying to sound like fucking like arrogant or cocky or whatever just he got a great performance out of everyone myself included and i feel like when you start with uh when i say he i mean taylor got a great performance out of everyone and when you start with a platform like that it, it makes everything else super sick and easy and this has been one of the more like fulfilling recording experiences i've ever had in my 17 years of playing music so wow yeah i'm i'm really stoked and like i'm excited for Everyone else to hear it when you know it inevitably hits the streets. It's it's an exciting record to say is, the least. Is this your first time writing an LP, or did, had you have you done a bunch of LPs before, EPs? Have you done a bunch um, of recording stuff? Yeah, I mean, obviously not on a level like this. And you know, going back to the last record, same thing. I wrote a lot of drums on that one as well. Yeah, um, that was obviously a much different writing experience with a different producer and all that stuff. But and, um, and, and you know, you came in half the record was already done. This is there's so, that this, too. This yeah, was it was like, like a weird time crunch, and it was like. Mm-hmm. You know, and for what it was, it was still great and came out fucking fantastic. Um, but before then, I mean, I've done stuff like, you know, on, on a smaller level with bands that were necessarily like, you know, national touring acts or anything like that. But I've definitely, I mean, at this point, I've probably recorded drums on I don't know, nine or ten albums or something like that. Awesome. Or EPs right. and stuff like that. And then full length albums of smaller bands that I was in before making the jump to touring full time with bigger bands. And this is a wow. total, total different experience. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. It's way sicker. And, then, and all for, around for for the record, we yeah we we did we did the 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 drums at six oh six, which if anybody doesn't know is Dave Grohl's studio. There's a great it's a documentary called it's called Sound City. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a great so, documentary mm-hmm. called Sound City about how that kind of came to be and and the history of all that. So I'll just skip all that shit. But did it? It was awesome. Ernie recorded five songs the first day. Which is mainly a setup day normally. Normally it's yeah. like set up, yeah. get tones, maybe do a yeah. song or two if you're lucky. Yeah. Ernie we set up and Ernie knocked out five <laughs> songs yeah. in a day. And it was insane. I uh I like to work, dude. And I, it, I like to work and just He took a Viagra yeah. before coming in. Let's be blue, serious. Blue chew. Blue chew. So he was <laughs> guys sponsor me wherever you're at. Blue he was he was horrible. Blue chew sponsor podcast. He's fucking sponsor podcast. Dude, yeah. Blue Chew, please. Yeah, Garza podcast, dude. Listen, dude, Garza you're, needs you're it, looking dude. at a table full of <laughs> you're looking at a table full of horny boys, dude. It's the horniest podcast ever. Horniest podcast. Dude, did we just did we just did we just market market your slogan right now, dude? dude horniest <laughs> podcast there is. Podcast there oh, is all the land, dude. <laughs> all oh my god! But but oh okay, god. so Six about slogan. the drums though. Day two though, we knocked out all the easy songs on day one. Day two, the other six. That was a that was a that was a hard day to get the six it, done in one day. It was, but we still got done two hours early. We did, and we had a fantastic dinner that night. I remember. And for lunch we had salsa and beer, which was also great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, yeah. Day day two was uh, 
free, the, free, the big, guy, the guy, free Big Macs and expensive hookers? That's what you got for dinner? <laughs> uh, day number two, the guys finally realized that I am indeed human. I was getting a little yes. frustrated towards the end of that towards the end of that session there. I've been waiting. Oh, 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 end, end. Lest we forget, dude. Whole record, one pair of sticks. Let's go. Oh, what up? One pair of sticks. One pair dropped of sticks. them four times total. Four times. We, one. we caught it all. We, we caught it on, on camera. Yeah, got it all it's all accounted for. You. It'll, be, it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be in the unedited, it's currently unedited documentary that we will have made. It'll show every stick he dropped. Yeah. Um, but also, we, we only did like what? Like one and a half songs to click? Because, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, Full Void, which is the last song, I think we did the first half of it to click. And, and then, then what was the other song? We dying did? Life. Oh, well, Dying Life. No, and then Alter. Oh, yeah, because of the breakdown at the yeah. end. Yeah. So, so yeah. two and a half songs. Yeah. Two and a half songs on click. And the rest oh, are yeah. all free balling. It's all free straight up off the cuff. Yeah. Ernie is a and, uh, human clock. I try. I definitely it's crazy. Try. When when we got but but listen, it also helps when you have other sick musicians in the band. So shout out, there you you. Go. shout out, wow. you dinguses too. Wow. He figured right. it out. He figured Dude. it out. He I've always known. All right, that's come on. That's called a bro job, folks. Just so that's, you guys know, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's what they just gave each other—a sick bro job right there. <laughs> My hands are above the table. I swear. <laughs> I got to uh, to build off what what Mark was saying. I'm trying to make make it as condensed as possible because there's a lot of history in that room. So that's the, obviously what Mark said. That's the Dave Roll Food Fighters. Rehearsal studio. Uh, just so people are aware that uh, I'm, I'm going to try not to get spiritual and woo woo, but that week we were in the last week of March, uh, and Ernie was done playing drums on the 25th. Yeah, we we were done, and uh, we all go home and we look at our phones and find out that Taylor Hawkins has passed away, which was wild. So wild. Uh, we were just. There in that in yeah. that room, like you, we, you were just we, there pa- we packed out the night before, went to Taylor's in the morning to start setting up for guitars, got tones, and then left to go eat dinner. And Taylor walked outside and stopped us in the street. Was like, dude, you guys are not gonna believe this. They just found Taylor Hawkins passed away. And we were just like, what? Like just tripping because I was we, in his car. We, we were supposed to be in the, in studio, the studio still we that had day. Four days blocked out. And like I said earlier, we finished the drums in two, so we didn't go in that Friday or whatever it was. So yeah, we. We were supposed to be there, and like, thank God we weren't, because that would have been that would have been an awful terrible. Day. They would have sent terrible. they would have sent us home. Well, also because yeah, everybody that works there are all foos. Yeah, they're like they're crew. The family. They're you know? crew. Yeah. They record them. They work with them. They they're all very yeah. Very they're close. they're very very close. I mean, that's their again not to go too far into the history, but that's their that's their practice spot. That's yeah, their, yeah, yeah. That's their, their headquarters. That's their, it is gar- their garage. They have yeah. all their. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of their memorabilia there, a bunch of the really cool stuff. I'm not going to go too far into it, but it's so badass. It's, it the is. place is awesome. Yeah. Place has a special like mojo and like juju in it when you walk in. You can smell it. Yeah, the like, fucking if that makes sense. board is signed by Paul McCartney and Stevie Nicks. Dude, I mean, yeah, and that's pretty yeah. tough. Yeah. yeah, that's you can't beat that. No, yeah. and that no. and that board, you got the uh, the first tool, the first rage, uh, Nirvana. Never mind. Yeah, uh, never mind. My, is on that my, board. my personal opinion, the heaviest record of all time is Slipmont's Iowa. Slipmont, Iowa is recorded on that board. So it's just, and it's, to me, it's all about like foundation. And to me, like the drums. Absol- absolutely. Not to put pressure on you, but the drums are just the foundation. No, I'm, 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 got, I'm, oh. a, I'm aware of the, of the role and the position that it takes to do something like that and, and make that kind of thing happen and make it something, you know, memorable and special and good. <laughs> and yeah. also adding to that, like, and and maybe some maybe some people wouldn't understand this, but 
being in a room like that, tracking drums in a room like that, like is is intimidating, like to a degree. Was you're it? Like absolutely, hell I can yeah. Imagine. Like I know we joking around and we're talking a lot of shit, you know, having a good time or whatever with what? everyone in the same room. What but, were you really thinking? Oh, dude, to me it was like okay, I'm gonna track drums in a room that like guys like Lombardo and Carrie and like legends, dudes that I look up to, have tracked legendary albums in this room, uh, you know, or even spent time in there. To me, that's a big deal. Like mm-hmm. when you're when you're under the microscope like that with all these crazy like expensive like microphones and like historic like pieces of equipment and stuff like that that you're using. It's like it really like makes you want to give an even better performance than you might have already been planning on doing. You're just like, damn, like it, there's just something in the air in that room that's just like, damn, this is special, and you got to make sure it's sick so that like it translates in the music and when you hear it as like as as a as a finished product and all that stuff, like I want that to translate over and be like, damn, like you can really tell they were just giving it 150% the entire time. Yeah. Like, but yeah, that's genuinely how I feel all joking aside from all the jokes we make and shit like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's a big deal to me for yeah. sure. I mean, that's, <clears throat> that is a huge part of recording is getting yourself in that mindset of, yes, of, wow like the people who have recorded here but even even more than that you can go even further and be like oh well like these are the songs that people are going to hear live so i'm going to put myself in the mindset i mean that's what i used to do before i had the money to record in places that had history you know you just kind of put yourself into the mindset of like well this instrument for me it's the microphone so i'm going to pretend like this microphone is a big audience you know I'm, i'm sure you do that with the drums that you're like in the show you're yeah. in that moment, you know. Yeah. You're you're kind of like above yourself, looking. You're in the zone, you know. You're you're you, 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 well, yeah. I I feel like it's a it's it's a bit of trying to uh, capture that feeling or effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. which I know is a difficult thing to do. It, you know, playing in a controlled environment like a studio versus playing live is like night and day. And I feel like a lot of the like refinements and stuff that you focus on in the studio as soon as you walk on stage that shit goes out the window mm. and i mean oh, yeah, you know it does and you, you guys have obviously you know done a couple mm. fill-in shows of me where it was like you know me and him were like jamming in the green room. we're like okay cool sick yeah and then walk on stage and i'm playing everything a fucking oh, thousand yeah. miles an hour because it's just like yeah. i'm hyped yeah you I'm get horned up dude yeah, you we're get going like, a thousand <laughs> miles an hour yeah, you, you, fucking, you get that adrenaline pumping and it's a and there's whole no stopping game, it man. i hey. think at three or four <clears> times during the set i'd look over at mark and he'd be like <laughs> and I'm, fu- I'm, I'm looking at him like what are you talking about I'm not playing fat and we're just fucking flying dude and then like I'd go back and like watch the videos that people recorded on their phones on YouTube and I was like fuck we were smoking through that song dude, right you, now like, you, you had me busy boning <laughs> for so sure <laughs> 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 how is he fucking singing so you know, fast hey, special one night set dude we're gonna play everything 25 BPM faster dude. keep up guys come on <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but but it's still solid and like it's uh, uh-huh. at least you uh, you kept the train still going on the tracks you know yeah. barely but I did you barely, know? yeah man we, we got through it hey got dude it. the Emerson let's be serious did it matter no it didn't we you know what you could have dropped it, every stick and it just and it wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered. Have mattered. <laughs> There were, there were like 20 people How there. is the Emerson still a venue? Dude, the McDonald's across the street was banging. <laughs> that That's was about all, the only cool thing about yeah. that entire Th- that part day, of town. That day the Big Macs were expensive and the, the hookers were cheap. <laughs> I bet I bet the real estate there is cheap. 
god. It's not it's not expensive, so they, that, they, they, pay pay you. they pay you to be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like a fund for the Emerson Theater. Save the Emerson, dude. We renovated we renovated the place. It's like what did you paint the stage that's made of particle board? I knew I knew No 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 you remember that hole in the cement in the back? We we uh made it a little bigger. We put water in it. We put water in it. And then there was there was like that weird It's a hot tub There was when we walked in the morning and like and like James Lynch was like hey like the fire marshal's here trying to shut the venue down because oh, yeah. there's like there's excess lumber on the ground in the middle of the dance floor and like we walked in and it was Yo. like two by four slats with like chicken wire around them and like rocks yeah. in the middle of it we were like <laughs> because they what had, do they you guys had, do they, they had a like, backyard wrestling yeah. event <laughs> at the venue they, the day before so they had a backyard wrestling event at the venue we show up and they, the backyard wrestling event was illegal they didn't have a permit for it and a bunch of people got hurt that were part of the crowd, so the, they called the fire marshal for our show, and they hadn't moved anything out. They hadn't; they, their exits weren't on point. It was awesome. And <laughs> they tried to that shut was, down that was that still show. a fun day. It was. It was. was, it was uh, you I know? remember drinking tequila before we went on stage, yeah, and like not warming up and shout, not giving shout, a fuck. Shout out to the uh, the bar and pub directly around the corner from it. <laughs> I went in there to uh, use their their little boys facility because there wasn't a suitable one at the venue. And oh, the, yeah. uh, the nice lady behind the bar was like, hey, you got to buy a drink or something if you're going to, you know, use our restroom. And I was like, well, okay. I didn't really feel like drinking. It's like, you guys sell food? She's like, yeah, we have pizza and hot dogs. I was like, yeah, I'll get a slice of pizza. Nope. And I watched her reach down into the freezer and pull out like a Stouffer's frozen pizza. Nice. She put that shit in the microwave and charged me like six bucks for it. And I had a frozen pizza. <laughs> and then, you know. Use the facilities. Six bucks. <laughs> and, then, and then you ate it later around 3 a.m. I did, and it was <laughs> fantastic, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a great day at the Emerson. Yeah, Stand, standard, as is tradition. Standard, dude. Man, all of your willpower just goes away after 2 a.m. So dude, the fact you yeah. had a frozen pizza, dude. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a choice. I mean, I could have just paid for it and been like, I just really want to pee in your bathroom because the other one's not working. Like, But if I got to buy something, I mean, well, a pizza it is. <laughs> I'm not going to buy booze. I got free booze on the bus, dude. <laughs> Who else was on on that show? Was it just us? It was just us and 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 locals. Yeah, a couple of local bands. We invited Uh, uh, All Hail the Eddie, but they had COVID at the time. Oh, that COVID. Yeah, yeah. And then we all got COVID about two weeks later. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Something that I didn't expect. (laughs) I was very wrong about this. Is I did not expect the whole band to get COVID. (laughs) So yeah, we can't play the show at all. We all got it. Yep. By the way, fun fact, even though I wasn't in that camp at the time, it was Garza's fault. I heard. We've been told. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, here we go. I can I can uh, okay. tell Garza about an inside joke that he doesn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even I know we, about we, it. We, 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 we were all singing, blame it on Garza. Yeah. Blame it on Garza. <laughs> blame it on Garza. That's <laughs> all that's fault. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, sorry, dude. Guys. He, he decided... To stage dive in Detroit, which had a like, like one in every three, one in every two or three people we had COVID. We found out COVID. after that. Yeah, we, we found out after that. No, 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 no. We, we did not know. We did not know. But I was going to yeah. say, hold on, though. You, he, did, he didn't just stage dive, though. He ran oh, through the crowd yeah, yeah. up onto the balcony yes, and dived yes, yes. off the balcony. To, and, to, Jesus, and Jesus peaced out with a guitar dude, in his hand. To be and fair, it was fucking legendary. To be fair. It was the best way to catch COVID. It was 100%. Worth it. You can't catch COVID. Minus for me. that. Yeah. 
Minus for you me. I mean, I, if, I was making anybody, out with Dan Kenny. If and... anybody talks trash to Garza, dude, I just tell him, listen, it was character building, dude. Getting COVID, <laughs> get, 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 getting COVID on tour is character building for sure. It, it was, it, it was, it was viral for a minute, and it was in a group chat that, uh, <laughs> that we're in, and I remember everybody in the group chat going, "What an idiot! Like, doesn't he know COVID exists?" <laughs> <laughs> like four days later, we're all sick as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what are you supposed to do when you're feeling it? You're feeling it, dude. I you know what I mean? Okay. Whatever. Hey, we well, only miss like know. three shows. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. And, and, and the what, sickest the, Thanksgiving spread ever. The funniest part was everybody trying to not say it was Garza's <laughs> fault. We're trying to be oh, nice no, about it. Was my it. fault. No, no, no. Was, I did it. Everyone's no, no, trying to be no nice way. about it. There's just no way. It was not Garza's fault at all. No way. But you know the craziest part about all of that, too, though, is I spent almost all day on your guys' bandwagon in Brooklyn when you guys were all sick. Yep. Never got sick. I like went and got like well, a pedicure with Megan, and they were all sick, and I just didn't get it. I was like, okay, yeah, you well, you were kicking it uh, uh, with yeah. me, like you yeah. brought me breakfast that morning, from the, yeah, from the bagel spot I, and all that well, stuff. Dude, I felt horrible, well, yeah, well, and you guys looked fucking terrible dude, too. And even I was like, <laughs> right, maybe they're hung, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, it's it's tour lung, whatever. Dude, I was I, like, everyone's I just shot and tired. It's a day off. They're trying to relax. <laughs> we get we yeah. roll five blocks to the venue in the morning, and everyone's like, hey, uh, uh, it just started trickling down. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Everyone in my camp was like, weren't you on their wagon all day yesterday? I was like, what? No. They're not they're, they're not they're not my friends. But we did. Like, you know, they they <laughs> made they made you know the venue made us test or whatever, and I was still there. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, good, John man. Douglas and James never got it either. Yeah. Oh yeah. They That's were like so in weird. our buttholes and they didn't catch it. No, uh, it, it was it was really weird. It was literally just the band and our merch girl. Yeah, that's because you know you know why James, you know why James Lynch didn't catch it because he's not human, dude. He's, <laughs> no, he's, James Lynch didn't catch it because he had it's because he's COVID like, like two weeks before. Oh yeah, that's also true. Because he drinks he drinks the Mexican water. He's <laughs> fine. Yeah, <laughs> seawater too, not to mention yeah, in the beautiful sandy beaches of Cozumel, dude. Let's go, Cozumel. So yeah, then I so like a, a week later, an article comes out on the internet that. Michigan was like this one in three people have COVID. <laughs> so it happened after. Yeah. And Carl, you jumped into about 15 people. So there's about six of those motherfuckers that had it. Yeah. yeah. That was more than 15 people. There, yeah. That was a packed ass show. Oh, yeah, you jumped, for sure. You that place was to the rim. The fucking, I mean, the people from, that caught him from the balcony. Yeah. More and than you know, and you know, and you know, it, you know, it was one weird fan that like stuck their finger in his mouth, dude, while he oh, was yeah. just, oh, yeah. just like, <laughs> they're like, I can do it. Yeah, I gave him the old fish hook real quick, dude. Oh my God! Well, guys, I'm sorry. If it was really me, I'm sorry. Dude. God, blame it on Garza. Blame it on Garza. Blame it on Garza. Garza, you became a Deicide song. How does that feel? Yeah, that's pretty sick. He's like Deicide's pretty tight, dude. Shout out Glenn, dude. But but you know what? To my credit, it felt it felt pretty normal because I mean that's when I feel like I mean that tour was a while. We were gone for already four weeks, and you you know you get. Fatigue. You got a, run, a runny nose. That's that's already. what I'm, that's like what I'm saying. Like, it's like like you're sneezing. Yeah. It's like um, it's like the tour cold. I feel I feel yeah. normal. Yeah. I I feel normal out here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I should have been more responsible. I'm like, wait. And I should have. It's, you, you know, know it's a it's a time of uncertainty. Whatever you just you, you're you're fucking rolling the dice. We were also you know? we were it's all, also it's all for the, the love mind. of rock and roll, dude. Yeah, we were also <laughs> the mindset of just like, dude, like. Get tested if you really feel like crap. Yeah. And really, the only two people that got it bad, bad were Mark and I. The only people. Well, who... Devin, Devin too. Oh, Devin okay. Yeah, Devin. <laughs> but he got it, he got away like days after poor, all of us he, yeah. were already. Poor kid had so, a I bunch mean, of bugs in his bed. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know. Yeah. 
I'll ne- I'll his do, room I'll, of ladybugs. Yeah, the, the room, room of death. Wow. I'll, dude, I'll never, I'll so never weird. forget when uh, we FaceTimed you and Devin. Yes. And Devin answered the phone, dude, and he looked fucking miserable. He was just like, <laughs> oh, we lost our minds. I don't he, even want to get into that. He looks so bummed. Oh, yeah. You're daily like, yeah, hey, you want to go take a walk around the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> like, shit sucked dick. Dude, and, oh, not only that, but it's like taking a walk was... A brutal experience. We had like, to do it. It yeah, was like because it was getting winded just yeah. walking. It, it, it I still haven't fully hell. recovered. Brain fog, dude. I've had COVID like fifteen times. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> my, my fucking brain is mushed. I'm fucking dusted, dude. You're dusted. You're not <laughs> pretty dusted. I wonder if my if my taste is actually is back. Or if sweets like, don't taste as good to me anymore. Dude, I have not I had such smell. a sweet tooth anymore since COVID. I don't smell I mean, things the same way. Blessing and a curse. Yeah, I don't know. I, oh, man. He's fooling himself. Gar- Garza, Garza you've brutal. never had good taste, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I we're, love you, we're, we're just going to move on. <laughs> yeah, the worst thing was not being able to taste, man. That wasn't the worst thing that was up there. But when you have a, sh- a drink of a beer... and. You, you have to look at it to make sure it's not it says soda water. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it just tastes like soda water. Then you have True. a shot of tequila. Can't even taste that at all. That's so weird. Then That's you're like, like <laughs> all right, this is gonna be trouble. Okay, we all know the best part <laughs> is sleeping all day. Close. <laughs> okay, love that. I love sleeping. Okay, when you're taking a shit, and you don't smell it. Like, oh my, my shit don't uh, smell anymore. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't, wow. What? So, oh, wait, I have a COVID. I can't smell hey, anything. You think your shit don't stink? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I got I news do. for you. Oh, so <laughs> check does. this. When we were in that hotel, though, we weren't really there, supposed to be, like, seeking quarantine at a hotel. No, like, definitely not. We were hiding out, being really respectful, and not, you know, being out. But, like, Megan, our merch girl, smoked cigarettes, and she wasn't really that sick, but she did lose her sense of smell. She went outside to smoke a cigarette while there was, like, a skunk that had just skunked. And <laughs> oh. everyone that was working at the hotel was like... You know, oh, it's fucking disgusting out there. And Megan's just out there smoking a cigarette, like not giving a shit. And everyone's oh, just like, yeah, how do you skunk like, out there? Yeah, like I forgot, and, I forgot and, about and, the COVID like, skunk. It blew our cover. They're yeah. like, they're like, oh, these people definitely got fucking COVID. <laughs> yeah, there's like a skunk oh, problem outside our, our rooms. I couldn't smell, so I couldn't smell it either. <laughs> smell. I'm gonna go get a beer. Yeah, you should. You should. I'm gonna take a piss. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, it's and not be able to taste Mexican food. That's that a travesty. That was devastating. It, ta- it, it tasted like steel. Fuck. Yeah. Yo, yo, that's everything tastes like you're chewing aluminum foil when, when yeah. you have COVID. It's fucked up. I just ate plain ass white rice because it doesn't have that much taste <laughs> anyways. So you're just like, getting all your nutrients at the yeah. very least. You're like. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Also, that just was a fucking crazy long tour. Dude. It was eight and a half weeks. Okay, I'm. Stone cold beer, dude. Oh damn, Stone that's right, dude. Boxing. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking hell about. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? You can't, you, you can't do an eight week long tour and not expect to get COVID. Yeah, at that point, it's, it's, like, a, it's, it's like, a numbers it's, game. You're literally yeah. rolling the dice. Who's gonna be out almost nine weeks and not come in contact with somebody? You know what I mean? It's Even impossible. That's so, what I'm saying. It, like, so this show, this show coming up that we're doing for New York, they haven't seen us in a really long time. True. Oh yeah, yeah. Really yeah. That, that's sure. right. Because yeah, you get you guys. I was the dad of the band for sure. Before that tour, I was like, dude, we're all gonna get sick. You know, like yeah. my cousin is an infectious <laughs> disease specialist, so like I just go straight to this girl who like knows everything about everything. And she's just like, it's not an if and when. It's not if, it's when. Telling yeah. me, like, you yeah, guys yeah. are foolish to think you guys are going to be able to finish that tour without getting COVID. You're yeah. going to go in a room with 1,000 to 2,000 people a, a fucking day? Totally. Like, you're, 
you're guaranteed uh, everyone's gonna get sick. And I kept saying it to everybody. I'm like, it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know. For, and we were yeah. tight as fuck though for that first month. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was we totally, really it was totally worth it. It, it was, was fucking worth it as fuck. It was a great tour. If yeah, it, it was a normal fun. like four week long tour, we would came home without it. Probably without it. But, but then we probably would have got it again somehow. Oh yeah, of course. It, like, like the last two days of tour, someone walks by you and sneezes on you or something. But you did after you have it, you do feel kind of invincible. Like, hey, I already had it. Fuck you guys, you know. Yeah, hey, it's all it's all hang out. <laughs> Let's all hang well, out. And and right now, like we're about to leave for chaos and carnage. I was hoping that I had COVID because I just got exposed last week and I had to sit at my house for five days and wait to get tested to make sure I didn't have it. I was hoping that I had it. So like, oh, I'm gonna go out on tour and just already ha- have it and, and just not have worry the... about getting it again. <laughs> <laughs> he'd ha- he'd have the, the 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 fucking the natural immunity on roids, dude. From how many I, times he's had it? I probably <laughs> already have it. I didn't get it. So you're I like you're my, like my... you're like fucking bubble boy, dude. You've had COVID 15 times. You just don't have you're any immunity boy. whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> fuck COVID. I wonder how it is now. It's not in the news really at all anymore. I'll tell you that. Uh, well, would it? Would it? Uh, remember, we were talking about this the other day or yesterday, I think. Yeah, I think like, it what is. It, it's what it seems like it's like shifted into. Like I, I uh, watched. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't actively watch it, but I caught like a news piece where they were talking about an, another mutated strain. Hmm. But even the news was like at this point where uh, they they were saying like. We're no longer in a pandemic. We're in an endemic, and this is just gonna be around. And basically, by this time next year or something like that, anyone that like catches it, it's gonna be like a mild cold. Cold's you know, a it, hoax, dude. You know, it's not even like, real. It's not even <laughs> fucking real. Endemic, ivermectin, yeah. and shit, whatever. Yeah. All the buzz. Words. That's that's the that's that's the term they were that's using. That's a metal ass word. <laughs> endemic. Endemic. That's a great next, great album that's title. That's the name of the next record. Yeah, dude. dude. Endemic. All right. Well, hey, it's kind of sick, boy. Your last record now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> next record. Endemic. That's it. So we're announcing our, our last record right now. So new record, last one. Endemic. Twenty twenty four. Endemic, dude. Fuck. <laughs> there you go. Ah! What do you got in there, dude? Oh, uh, this is a little DJ. A little oh. DJ. A little Don Who. You know? oh, 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 so it's that, it's that Jesus juice. That Jesus juice in the corn shot glass, you know? Hey, look at it closely before you take it. Hey, look at it closely. <laughs> I had about 500 of those this weekend. <laughs> we know, Nick. <laughs> oh, I know. We can tell by your text messages in the group chat. 500? I don't, don't even believe. I don't even believe. Hey, guys. 500? 5,000. 5,000. At least 5,000. P-bag punishment, dude. They're fucking... <laughs> our record's gonna sound easily as good as them, dude. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I bought a shirt of them. <laughs> Okay, so is, punishment, dude. is anal epilepsy a movie or a band? It's a band. Oh, it's a band, dude. It's heavy, as, he- heavy as fuck. Oh, because because you made you made it sound like a a band. You made it sound like, like oh, a movie. Sick, I was, yeah, it's kinda, but he's pre- he's cool. at, he's pronouncing it wrong. It's analepsy, dude. Whoops. Yeah, oh. Anna's a first name. Lepsy is a last name, dude. I was shit for analepsy, dude. <laughs> you guys know Anna, right? Lepsy. She's a lepsy, not a right. Oh my gosh. No, Dan oh Kenny is in like multiple group chats, and oh I just God. see him get confused, mistaking <laughs> like who he's talking to, and I'm like, Dan Kenny, you're talking to the wrong people about the wrong shit. Like you're, you don't even notice it. <laughs> Here's to Dan Kenny right here, dude. And and cheer, I had, cheers way, to Dan I Kenny. had way too much. Cheers, fun. cheers, Dan Kenny. Dan Dan Kenny. Let's go to, D, to Dan, Dan the Dan Man Kenny. To kick at DK kick ass, dude. Dank, let's go. The dankest of Kennys, <laughs> Taylor. Taylor called. <laughs> Taylor called Dan Kenny the band clown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I mean, that's not, I mean, I it's like kind of it. true. It's like, you know, you're entertaining us all the time. Steve O is a clown. Yes. He's cool. and, and he's real successful and, and cool, he, you know? And he's yeah. badass, too. Krusty yeah. <laughs> the clown. He's way more handsome than you. John, Doink. Oh, oh, oh. John Wayne Gacy was a clown. <laughs> Doink the clown. <laughs> <laughs> Doink. Yeah, Doink the clown. <laughs> 
Doink, was, was Doink gay? Uh, he was probably. Uh, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> he Definitely getting I, doinked he, in the back. I, was he, <laughs> if you're talking about Doink the Clown, the wrestler, there was like six different Doinks. Oh, no, no uh, shit. It always changed like every couple years to a different guy. Just playing, if he was the first the, gay wrestler or not. Uh, there's, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Well, there was. He's sure he clowns around. <laughs> Wait, so, uh, <laughs> that was impressive. See, see what I mean? There you go, dude. So wait, so his he was a wrestler for a while, but but his character changed. No, his character stayed the same, but it's that, the person who played him was different. Really? Yeah. There's like, that's like four different ones. There's two Undertakers too. Well, the other, no. the other Undertaker was just some the, dude who like kind of looked like him, and they made him Undertaker versus Undertaker, mm-hmm. which is just a silly match. They're probably running out of ideas for him. Okay, so was Kane the same guy? Kane has always been the same guy. Always gonna be the same Before guy. he was Kane, he was Isaac Yank of DDS. He was a dentist wrestler. Oh, There's wow. a big conspiracy. I remember when I was young, it was like it used to be, oh, Kane was the original Undertaker. Uh, no. I know, I know. Yeah, I remember like you, I used to think that was true because Undertaker used to be kind of chubby. So he used to look way yeah. different. And then all of a sudden, Undertaker became the American badass and he looked totally different. <laughs> Completely different. And I was just like, that's not the same fucking guy. American badass. That was my email address. American Badass 909 I couldn't stand that gimmick, dude. Oh, dude. Come he, on. It was, it was, he went from like the dead man, all brutal, to, hey, I'm some biker guy now. Yeah, I'm some biker, dude. It's like, boo. Don't kill people. Dude, my socks he, he were so like high, a biker. living in the IE. You know, <laughs> I wanted a motorcycle. I was too poor. I, was, I, I loved it. Yeah. Mark was sock checking fools before sock check was oh, a thing, bro. He, he's been wearing the high socks, dude. Oh, they, yeah. they, they've gone down a little bit. You know, they probably used to be up here. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? This is a really nice table, Garza. <laughs> this table was 30 bucks, dude. What? Let's yeah. go. I, I waited for months outside of a Bob's uh, outlet. I Wait, for seriously? This, this particular style, I was waiting for months for this to go in, in the outlet. Because this is normally like 600 bucks. Yeah, you got yeah. this for 30 well, I mean, yeah, bucks? $30 is insane. What yeah. The fuck? I waited. Yeah. I, uh, like a week before the Ashley podcast, I was yeah. like, I need, need that table. I might buy it new. I was like tripping. I'm like Jeez. then, and then I, I, I then I, I, I went in Bob's, and boom, there it was finally. Fuck yeah! Wait, was it like a parking lot deal or something like that, or they were just like we're blowing it out because it just Bob's like, Bob's furniture. Of, I, I I know I know what they are. Like I know they like it's like discount furniture or whatever have you. But like yeah, I mean it's not cheap stuff. Like it's a no, they fucking, have it's a fucking nice uh, table. Like. Not, not all of them, which I found out, but uh, a few of them have outlets. And, and in the back, so you, so you go in the back, there's like beat up kind of furniture. And it's all dope, cool, cool yeah, stuff. Shit. But now it's different. Uh, the past few months, I just went there to, uh, out of curiosity. Yeah. And now all the prices, <laughs> even in the outlet, are fucking. Yeah, it's because they realized they gave Garza a $30 table. And they were like, damn, we <laughs> fucked up, dude. Everything's fucking up there. You dude. know what, dude? I take it back. You're not shot anymore, dude. You're what did you do, Bob? <laughs> that was a $1,200 table. $30? What the hell? Also, fun fact, going back to that whole, like, Kane Undertaker thing. You know Kane is the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Yeah. No, seriously. Dope. No, he's not. Yeah, oh, he is. man. Am I... Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Alex Wade. Yeah, Al- Al- Alex, himself. Alex Wade and Phil were like, yo, you guys, you know that he's the mayor of Knoxville? His name's Glenn. Fuck. Glenjamin? His name's fucking Glenjamin. Glenjamin. Glenjamin is fucking Kane. Oh, yeah. God. I don't even remember how we got on the subject of it. We were over, like, when I was, you know, jamming with him or whatever. And he, we, t- we were talking about wrestling or some shit. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, Kane is the mayor of Knoxville. And I was like, That's wait, like, a wrestler? He's like, yeah, his real name's Glenn and he's the mayor of Knoxville. I was like, <laughs> real name is Glenn. Yeah. Glenn. I hate that. <laughs> I hate everything about that, too. I don't know. Knoxville. I don't know. Glenn Benton's pretty hard, dude. Glenn Benton. 
Ken Blenton <laughs> gives, gives not, somebody's drinking tequila over there. Oh, yeah, man, I've had a tequila or two. Y'all know Blen Genton, right, dude? That guy's sick. That's how you like me, dude. The mayor of Hades. Blame it on cars, huh? <laughs> oh, Blame it on me, dude. It all, it all comes for full circle, dude. It does. It does. Ernie, you are gearing uh, up to uh, play your first official show with us. Yeah. Pretty cool. Less, yeah. less than a week away. In Sacramento, California. Yeah, dude. What's today's month? Yeah, four days, five days. Sacramento four days. sold out. Sold out Ace of Spades. Going to be a good time. Lots of friends, lots of homies. Just a yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy time we're living in. You know what I mean? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous, but I feel good, especially after today's rehearsal. Yeah, uh, officially our first time jamming as a whole group yep. today outside of the recording, playing songs mm-hmm. that I've never played before. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. I went into it a little wary and came out with a couple of blood blisters and uh, feeling way better about myself. I'm like, okay, we're good. We're gonna be all right. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. I, I, Took it from a semi to a full boner. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't quite yeah. go from six to midnight right away. I went from like six to like eight. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Then once we were done, I was like, all right, it's midnight. We're good. Yeah. We're chilling. <laughs> you know. You come a long way, Ernie. Like you, uh, even when you weren't in bands or you were filling in for for Whitechapel for those two uh, two year plus, yeah. And like you yeah. were still like spending your money, like uh, getting rehearsal spots, playing drums, practicing Grinding, drums, dude. like Grinding. still, dude. I and and that's a uh, that's all. It's all part of the trip, dude. It's all part of you know getting uh, you know to where you want to be. You're gonna get out of this kind of career what you want to get out of it with the, with the time and effort you put in. You, you get back what you put into it. I firmly believe that. Um, yeah. I, I, th- I don't think that I would be doing the things I'm doing if I didn't put that kind of work in or, you know, make the sacrifices early on of, you know, yeah. working 8,000 different fucking jobs just to make enough money to afford gear and be able to take time off and go play shows and 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 do stuff like that, you know, to get to get to you know to a point where I am now. And I and I know for some people they've been doing it longer than I have. They got you know their start. I don't I don't want to say. Well, I guess yeah, sooner. You know what I mean in terms of like you know being in a full time touring band a lot a lot younger. It didn't really happen for me until like you know my middle to late twenties and stuff like that. But I'm actually really like happy that it happened that way for me and like in trajectory. I don't know that I'd be able to handle that kind of thing. In my like, earlier in my earlier true. years, because then, you, know, then you join, then you start jamming with dudes like us who are jaded and shot, <laughs> and we've, we, we've done it all already, and we're like, we want more. Yeah. <laughs> Look, me, I, I need cake before I go to bed. Right? <laughs> okay. That's true. But but no, it's a uh, it's um it's it's truly a a crazy thing due to the trajectory and and the places that music has taken me. You know, I. I, I there were definitely times where I was like, man, like this is this is a grind. And I knew that going into it. When I dropped out of high school, you know, fucking almost 20 years ago now. God, we're fucking old. Um it, it was one of those things where I was like, you know, I don't I don't really I don't want to do anything else but music and I'll figure out a way to make sure that I can do that and and make it work regardless of what I gotta do to get there. You know what I mean? So, you know, when I think about like the time and the money spent and all that stuff. None, I don't regret any of it. You know, I've put myself in debt many a times, gotten myself out of debt, but it's never been a thing where I was like, I'm I'm spiteful or shitty because I did all this and nothing is paid off for me. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I knew eventually something would have to give because I, you know, I put myself in front of enough people and, and faces and ears. Eventually someone would be like, damn, this guy is a hard worker and he's <clears throat> sick and doing his thing. Like, let's see what he's about. And I've, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've 
spent a lot of time climbing the proverbial ladder or whatever you want to call it, you know, but I always stay hungry. Like, I just want to always fucking be as the the best version of myself as a human and a drummer as I as I always can be. And I feel like you're always learning, you're always improving. And like the mo- the moment that you stop doing that or you get complacent or comfortable with yourself, you'll start to regress or just kind of walk in place. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. But I'm I'm very excited for where I am right now and the things we're about to do and the record on our hands, the the tours we have coming up and stuff like that. Chaos and Carnage is going to be insane. Almost the entire thing is almost sold out, which is unreal. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think uh, this the the rest of this year is going to be a really wild, productive, busy one, and I'm looking looking forward to every day. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of amazing things you said there because a lot of people bank on the fact that you have to get to where you're supposed to be young, you know, especially in the entertainment industry. Yeah, and you know, sports also has that same kind of deal where it's like. There's an expiration date. There's, we're like, a, there's we're a shelf af- life. We're athletes, you know what I mean? And the, there's yes. an expiration date to where you can write, you know, sick music that's going to affect an age range and be able to resonate and, you know, blah, blah, blah here and there with music. Yeah. But one of the things that you said is like, if you do keep up on your hustle and grind and you don't, you know, you don't lose focus of the fact that, yeah, you're there for the, for the music. You're there to be the best player that you can be to be the best writer, whatever artistic, you know, outlet you have within, you know, the, the, yeah. the music, as long as you're doing that and keeping to it, being consistent with it, that there is an avenue, there is an, an opening, there is a window that you can find no matter what age you're at. And Absolutely. that's, that's, that's huge because, yeah. you know, especially for like Mark was saying, it's like to, for dudes like us, we're at an age already where it's like, yeah, we've done it, but it's also like, have we done it? You know, like, yeah. have we gotten to where we wanted to be when it, we were imagining these things? You know? exa- like, exactly. Have we gotten yeah. that high that we were supposed to get? Yes, we have, but also we don't, you're still chasing it. So, yeah. And, and there's, it's easy to get jaded within that. And absolutely. It's, it's, it's good to see that because there are kids out there right now that are so thirsty for this. That's the biggest thing. It's like so hungry, so thirsty for this. They're, they're killing themselves, going into debt, you know, Making their parents go into debt. Yeah. You know, yeah. Playing, I did, I did playing, all <laughs> playing on, you know, whatever they can figure out to jam with their buddies. That right there goes a long way. And if you are doing that right now, keep going. Yeah. Because this Abs- is what happens. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, and that's, you know, any, any, any time that I've gotten the opportunity to talk to, a, you know, a younger kid or someone who's getting into music and stuff like that, even even at, as my time as a fill-in with other bands and stuff like that and being on tour and having, you know, fans or, you know, kids alike being like, hey, you know, I think you're a great drummer. That's, you know, awesome to see you, you know, touring with these guys and whatnot. You know, and I've had kids ask, like, you know, like, what, you know, what do you, what's your advice? What, you know, what do you tell someone that's like, you know, getting into music or wants to start a band, you know? And, uh, you know, I know some people would give, I mean, everyone's going to answer that question differently, you know, based on their own experiences, you know what I mean? But uh, I've, I've always just felt like, you know, being very, like, brutally honest about it, it's like, hey, it's, it's definitely not a job, career, or lifestyle that most people are going to be able to hack. The, the thought of it looks awesome on TV and on the internet when, yeah. when people are like, damn, these guys playing these big ass shows and you know signing autographs and all stuff and that shit is fantastic and that's awesome but that's 
that's about this much of it by comparison yeah. to everything else you don't see behind the curtain or behind mm-hmm. the door of, uh, you know, struggling to stay afloat, you know, paying bills, jumping from job to job to maintain, being able to leave and come back. You know, a lot of places, you know, I've done that forever. You leave from a job to go on tour, you come back, they ain't going to have you. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Doing stuff like that, so I talk, I'm very honest about. It. I'm like, Dude, hey, it's, it's 2022. If, you got to have podcasts. You got to have a stream. You got to. You got. You, you got to diversify you your bonds. Do, yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> it's like it, it, it just it isn't. But, yeah. you know, the grind is not creating a record and then putting it out there and then going on tour. That's no. not the grind. The grind is the 48 sleepless hours that you're putting in to get to the point where you can maybe have a show for five people. Ex- like, ex- exactly. That's the, that's the shit that people don't talk about, uh, the, don't glamorize, don't yeah. don't make sick. Like, it's all, but that's it's, the sickest it, part. It is. And it's yeah. all, and it is like, especially in this day and age, in the age of like social media and all that stuff, it's a, it's a lot of a, what's the term? Like smoke and mirrors. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything looks awesome on your phone screen here when yeah, you're scrolling sure. and double tapping on a phone. You know, but 90% of those kids don't know what it took to get to that point or what goes on the other 23 hours of the day except for that one hour that you're on stage looking cool and badass it's like dude you know you're sitting around you're waiting you're in parking lots you're taking poops at walmart and shit like that you know what i mean like (laughs) but i wouldn't have it any other way you know what i mean whether it be in a van bandwagon or a bus or whatever it's just you you constantly stay grinding because you're gonna get out of it what you want to get what you what you put in yeah what you You know you know you're gonna be the best form of yourself that you want to be exactly and i feel as long as that's you keep that kind of mentality and you stay sharp up here, everything else will follow. Like that's, I've always felt that way. I I've got a, <clears throat> I accredit most of that to my grandpa. Who's going to be 101 in August. Still oh, wow. going. Wow. Killing it. Still 101. Still killing every morning. Still takes a shot at tequila every morning. <clears throat> swears it keeps him alive. I believe him. Boom. Shout out to and DJ. Right there. Shout out, dude. <laughs> Julio. Is his Don. name Don Julio? <laughs> it is not. No, it's, Don, it's, it's actually, it's Don Epi. Don Epi. <laughs> it is. But he, he's the creator of the Epi pen, just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I wanted to talk about, so like I said that, you know, we're all jaded and all that, which I, I, I recognize the way that we have been at this for close to 20 years now and and ernie has been at this in a different capacity than us and having him involved and seeing the way that he operates it's it brings a new life and a new fire that it's not that we lack the fire it's that where we are jaded is that we are so used to all of the monotony and all of this shit that we can fucking say fuck that stupid shit because we're so tired of it we joke about it like it's it's part of our regular life yeah you know but when we start working with someone like ernie who is so stoked to write music and we that is where we are not jaded where where it's like the only reason why we're doing this is because it's like we want to fucking create something yeah you know so like the creation of things is where like you know, all the jaded bullshit goes so far out the window. And, you know, we talked about it on the drive after we finished the record. Yeah. And I, we, we finished, we were driving. It was, it was kind of a weird little, like, end of the record. What do we do? The record's done. All right, Ernie, you know, hey, can you give me a ride here? I'm like, sure, all right. So we're talking about it. But it's like, you know, with what, what you brought to the album was a lot of realization and, like, a lot of, uh, a lot of you know, we put, I know we pushed ourselves, like, way harder, I think, also, because it's like we know... You know, this is going to be, you know, someone's, everyone's going to look at, there's a new drummer, you know, there's somebody that has been, that wasn't, that was involved with the band for so long that isn't. And I know we all pushed ourselves in a way that like, 
probably wouldn't have happened if if it was the, you know the other way around, which we all know what we're talking about. But, um, but um, which yeah, shout out Alex. You know we all love Alex. You know, but this this yeah. process this process was some was some was full of learning experiences, which maybe we're here right now to to discuss, which maybe we didn't really talk about. You know, while while it was happening, but like, yeah, dude. You know, the the fact that we all are doing this in whatever capacities we have, and we yeah. still like fucking get so much joy out of sitting in a tiny little fucking studio, either this talking about it or in yeah. the studio grinding out guitar tracks or doing drums or whatever. Like, yeah. it was so it was so much fun, and like, yeah, like you killed it, and we I think we all learned a lot about you know what we're doing and why we're doing it. I think you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. and everybody I think surprised each other with what we. Could do and needed to, to do on this yeah. record. Yep. And, yeah, and and what was Absolutely. and what was a uh, you know created out of it for sure. Like totally. it, you know that that I think is like a, a real good like uh, explanation of it. Like I think you know, myself included too. Like not just me, but everyone involved. It was like shit. Okay, like damn. But you know I, how many times after like piecing a song together. You know, whether it was one that was already, you know, kind of already in construction or one that we wrote from the ground up or whatever, where it was like, oh, all right. Like, it'd come together, you know, we'd sit on it for a day, then come back and play it the next day and be like, damn, shit, okay, this is, like, sick. How can we bank on this and make this even sicker? And then, I, you know, I really feel like just the the process in general of, you know, obviously, you know, having someone new in the group and, you know, with a different style of drumming and stuff like that, um, you know, and then getting this weird, like trifecta of like working with Taylor and him being really proficient and sick at what he does just made made the process like enjoyable. I know that super sounds enjoyable. dumb, but it's just like it really like it, super enjoyable. Some some bands it, it, they look at writing music like a fucking task. Like they're like, oh we gotta go write another fucking record for the label or whatever. And it's like it's true. You know what I mean? And I I, yeah. I understand for some people, yeah, you can you can be jaded by that because you've done it so many times and you know the process and it's just like you go into this autopilot thing of being like, okay, let's go sit down in a room, hammer out twelve of whatever we have. to A do lot of to... people have music written for them, and that and that, that, and that is too. a super taxing thing. Yeah, it, it, and that's and that's taxing. crazy to me too. Like, yeah. I, I mean, hey, listen, everyone we does things differently. We, we won't name band names, but a lot of bands that you love don't write their own songs. Yes, and and that's, and, 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 that's, and, that, a, and that's the thing is, what's fun and what keeps us not jaded at the writing is the fact that we do write together and that we yeah. do sit in a room bang our heads together and come up with the best possible you know thing it's uh it's that is the beauty of it i know i wanted wanted to say this earlier you were talking about like sorry to cut you off it's like you were talking about oh when i go into 606 it's like who's recorded here who's done this it's like that all matters so much and like this builds this like anticipation to create something where you're going to be doing it but like while you're writing while i'm writing i'm always thinking about the relationship of like how I feel towards the music while I'm doing it because mm-hmm. it is going to exist forever. Yes. And some of this I'm going to play on stage for probably the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. And yeah. I better enjoy the fuck out of it. Yeah. And also <laughs> yeah. learning from all of you guys, like that you guys better enjoy it either as much or close to as yeah. I am, or else we're all not going to play that song live. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I mean, and that goes for every instrument in the yeah, band. 100%. You know, like you, when you write to the parts that are written, you have to love it because that's what's going to, you, you're going to write 
more in the pocket, you know, when you when you when you like the part when you're when you're when you're a part of it. W- one thing that I wanted to say was one of the things that astounded me and really kind of surprised the shit out of me was we were pre- we were pressed for time. That was that was a huge thing, and you know, you don't hear these things ever, you know, unless you you read fifty interviews and you finally get the one snippet of somebody talking about the record, you know, uh, but. We were really pressed, you know. The, you know, we went through the Alex situation, and that was in the middle of the record. You know, Pretty we had much. we had we just started writing when all of that happened. So ultimately, we had to bring in somebody new, brand, almost brand newish, in to start writing a full 11, 12 songs. Yeah, that happened in less in less than two months. Yeah, we we Be, did we did it in six weeks. I kept, I, I, kept, I literally kept count, dude. I was six like, weeks because you don't blink or sleep. I, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. All he does is rub I, his I, knees. I, 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 do, I do sleep. No one ever sees me. It's really quick, dude. Don't rub his knees. I just rub my knees. I kept saying it. I kept saying it while we were while we were working on the record. I was like, we're, "This we're not behind schedule. We're not ahead of schedule. We're right on You're right time. On time. We have no to the time tea. to spare. To the T, man. It was yeah. it, it, it. It all fit in like a like a puzzle. Like it really did. The whole thing, start to finish, it all fit in like a puzzle. You know, my scheduling issues. Everybody scheduling with to, with each other, writing and being ready for the studio and having enough songs that were fire, that were on, you know on point because it's you know nobody talks about the other we have we have we're going to be releasing you know a certain amount of songs nobody talks about the other twenty songs that were not yeah, fully that don't make the hashed cut out that yeah. don't make the good yeah so it's like those yeah. were being hashed out during yeah the writing so it's like that's the stuff that's really impressive because you you're going through easily forty songs. And then you're picking ten, maybe twelve, and running with that, and to be ready for that in uh, a month and a half, which is what you said, six weeks. Yeah, six weeks to be ready in six weeks. That's incredible, and that takes a lot of passion. That takes a lot of of this pre work that we've been talking about. Six yeah. weeks before we were in the studio, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So studio, yeah. so ten weeks altogether. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. So start, start to finish, which is insane for anybody. Oh, yeah. would, regardless of the uh, the caliber of like musicianship, that's you know especially you know putting a full length album together, mm-hmm. like you know from start to finish uh, on t- on you know, uh, yeah on top like you said on top of everything else that didn't make the yeah. cut or that you mm-hmm. know didn't get fully constructed or there's still pieces here and yep. there like in the riff bank and all that stuff, it's um yeah dude it's a it's a labor of love it's a that. it you. I, I, I a, a word that I throw around, you guys know, <clears throat> is is intention. Like whenever mm. we're writing, it's like, well, what are we intending to do? Why mm. does this song exist? Why does this riff need to be here? Why is this here? Like I feel like mm. it was oddly enough, the intention was placed when we started, and we it was like I think it was like January twenty third. I kind of remember yes. this date. I remember yes, like we started January twenty third with you, and we were like, all right, we're gonna start on this date or whatever it was, March something, mm-hmm. and. I remember you saying like we're good, like we got this. We're gonna we're like we're we're gonna have this many songs or whatever. And I remember yeah. you saying it, and I remember being like, I believe you. And yeah. I was like, that's the intention right now. We're gonna get this done. We're gonna get there. We're gonna have everything we need to get done done. And, and we're gonna be there. Yeah, and it's like, boom, there it is. Like, say it into existence. Make yep. it fucking happen. That's, hey, that's <laughs> yeah. as cliche as that sounds. That whole speaking things into existence. Oh yeah, hundred percent believe that. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there. I, 
I've got I've got some some wild theories and shit that I won't even get into like right. uh, on camera. We can talk about it after, but I, that was something that freaked me out early on when I uh, when I first started like delving into like touring full time and all that stuff. Like I I was at a show years ago with a friend and I made a comment about about a certain about a certain group and just kind of willed it into existence and it was really fucking weird the way it all came full circle. It's very strange. But I, you know, I said it to him. He probably thought I was joking. But at that point, I kind of knew the band that I was in at that point was coming to an end. Everyone in that group was like, hey, you know, we've been doing this for a long time and we kind of want to, you know, go back to our regular jobs and do our, you know, secure thing. And I'm like, cool, that's fine. I was never one of those people that's like, oh, okay, well, if you're not in this with me, then get fucked or whatever. I'm like, yeah. I, I supported him. I'm like, yo, you want to do that? Cool, do that. They were all very much like, cool, like, you're still going to do the music thing? Well, yeah, you know. I don't, I don't really, I don't really yeah. find myself being <laughs> super sick at anything else. Like, not that I'm fucking bad at anything, but it's just like, I don't want to do I don't want to do anything else but that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew I had to continue working regular jobs and side hustling to be able to afford and and you know the ability to do music the way that I wanted to in the capacity that I wanted to. Um, but yeah, I made a joke while we were at a concert and he he kind of looked at me and laughed and I was like, "Yeah, watch, yeah, like one day and I'll play drums in that band." And then, you know, fat, fast forward fucking 6 years later. Hmm. I'm answering a phone call on the receiving end of that band being like, hey, come play drums for us. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, sure. Damn. All right. Yeah. That's how it works. I, I feel like I damned myself with, with, with my intention. And, 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 it's, and it's actually like something I've... It, 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 it made my, like, you know, whatever spiritual beliefs or whatever the fuck, which, you know, are what they are. But when I was super young, I, was, I, I remember being like, I want to... And it was, it was Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was Green Day. It was Soundgarden. It was Alice in Chains. It was like these... these bands I was really into when I was a kid like I'm talking like first second grade and I'm like I want to do what they're doing I didn't even really know what they were doing meant but I'm like whatever I got to do to do that yeah. I don't care if all <laughs> I if all the money I make is to pay for the roof above my head and my bills I don't care if that's all that I make that's what I want to do and here I am yeah. paying for the roof above my head <laughs> and all my bills and yeah. that's all I'm doing <laughs> so you know so I always damn. look at it, it's like damn I really did this to myself we all set the same intention I said the same thing I was like all I want is to be able to cover my bills and be able to jam and rock for the rest of my life here I am here we I, are. I, I, the, the intention the, the willing that's everyone to some extent, understands that that's real, but when you see it happen, when you see things lock into place, yes, it's and and you're like aware enough, you're self aware enough to know yeah. that things are locking into place for you in that moment. It's it's something else. It's really nice. It's a yeah, it's a wild thing. Yeah, watch watching it like come to fruition in front of you. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, like you, yeah, you and feel then, blessed. But, yeah, and then on that same time though, you that's also when you realize that you're like. Your actual grind and hard work is paying off. You know, what I mean, that it, like it wasn't in vain. It's not for nothing. You know, what I mean, because some people, I mean, yeah, some people would be like, "Damn, I've been at this forever and nothing's giving. I'm mm. just gonna say fuck it and and you know, go get a nine to five or whatever." And I get it. I, I have friends that have done that too. We all have friends in the in the business that have been like, "Yo, this ain't panning out for me. I'm gonna go do something else." N nothing against them, dude. More power to them. Like, hey, if if that's what's in the cards for you now and that's what you want to do, cool. I I've just always. Just, yeah, just never wanted to fucking do anything else. I'm like, Dude, man. and that's where fucking yeah. mindset comes into, yeah. though. We can go on a fucking long one on that. But it's yeah. like, how many of our friends do you talk to where it's like, oh, I haven't seen you on the road in a while. And it's like, oh, I got this job or I got this. And it just 
became the sacrifices didn't become worth it anymore. You know, it's just yeah, like, well, yeah, it's like yeah. you start looking at things like that where it's like, well, what were you sacrificing? What were the sacrifices you were sacrificing? You know, or yeah. like, why were oh, you looking wow. at it that way? Yeah. You know? And yeah. yeah hey, I mean, man, priorities do change, though. Then that's yeah, one thing. They do. You know, like, yeah. and, and for certain people, you know, then you've seen it. You know, you've seen it in people that we've toured with, you know, and, you know, when, you know, they're, they're down for the cause. They're, you know, driving your, you know, your van, your trailer, being there, your tour manager, your guitar tech, your everything. And then they, they see a wall and they're like, oh, well, I'd rather just go work in an office. And then you see them, you know, 10 years down the line and, you know, they seem unhappy, you know what I mean? But the the reality is that they would be absolutely miserable even being on the road because that's their mindset. That's their, that's their, Mm -hmm. that's their their position. It's, I'm not happy anywhere I'm going to be. So for sure. There's that too. They yeah. should just kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then wrote again. a song about it. Like here, here it go. <laughs> and then you have people that uh, I see all the time. Uh, people that quit before it's time to quit. I forgot how many times I want I want to quit this band, but for some reason I don't know what it is. You just keep showing up. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and then there's Dan Kenny, dude. You're fucking, dude, you're fucking stuck with me, dude. You're, yeah, I know. You're fucking, it's fucked. It's I don't know fucked. what it is, dude. I, I mean, I, I love, I'm, I'm very lucky to be in a band with people that I enjoy being around that make me want to be a better person. And, 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 you know, I mean, Mark, now Ernie, you, Eddie, and Dan, I mean, no matter what has happened in the past, like, you guys make me want to be a better person. And maybe that kind of maybe subconsciously maybe just keeps me here. I don't know. Yep. It's weird. It's it's all it's it, it's it's t- we talked about it like when you first came down and we had lunch, like discussing, you know, yeah, me coming in or whatever. Um yeah, we had a long ass conversation. You know what I mean? That would have been great to have that conversation here on the podcast. That's we had lunch that lasted like twenty minutes and then talked for like an hour and a half afterwards. But uh uh uh, it's the hungry mentality, dude. It, it, to mm. me, the the like I don't say the age thing doesn't fucking matter. I know some people that you know they'll put a roof over it and be like, "Well, no, you know, you're you're older than this. Well, you're fucking shot." And it's like, I don't know. And I know this is like a corny analogy, but I mean, look at fucking Metallica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those dudes are gonna do that shit till the wheels fall off, dude, and they'll be good at it. Yep. Till it's till it's time it's, to fucking hang it up, dude. It's, like it's easy to be rich and shot though. <laughs> it's also hard to understand how much how self serving music is. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, really like, like this this is for uh, this is for uh, you know our even though we are in a band together, we still do this for ourselves individually. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. So, like it's it's, yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to not get past that egotistical it, nature of it. But like, but, it, but here's the thing that's. That, that's a true and fucking factual statement. No one, no one that started a fucking band young was like, "I want to fucking do this so that I can impress people and fucking get chicks." Like, I get, 100%. I get that that's a thing, but that's not real, dude. No, mm. no one that sits in a garage with their homies and starts taking music seriously and wanting to write good songs and stuff like that was ever like, "I want to do this for the guts and the fucking glory." Of course, that comes with it, you know. If you if you become successful and all that shit, but you do it, you because... do it because you fucking you're stoked on it and you like. What you do, you like creating something. You want to put something together, and and make something. Uh, what's the word like? Like tangible. Mm, and in, yeah. and in our case, it's music. It's songs. It's uh, you know, it's it's art. <laughs> That's art, dude. Yeah. It's art. You know, it, uh, it, even even simpler. Yeah. You do it because the first time you put a group of notes together, it gave you 
that dopamine rush. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you got addicted to creating that and getting more fluid in your writing prowess. And you yeah. wanted to become a better musician, so you write more and you practice more. It's it's a long, long yeah. lasting living video game that yeah. we're playing. A hundred percent. It's what it's one of the most <laughs> it, fulfilling it, things on the planet. Dude. And it, there's endless Roots you can take. There's, you know what I mean. That's there's, that's ultimately why I'm in yeah. music. There's multiple highs for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, like I'm, you get the high, you get going on stage. That's that's, that's a, like the biggest biggest thing I'm into, dude. And some people like unreal. to surf. I like to fucking rock out. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's unreal. that's a big one right yeah. there, dude. Like, tra- you know, transitioning from the garage to the small bars to the clubs to the big stages to big rooms, arenas, whatever have you. That and I know that's a that's like like a cliche phrase. Every every person that's in a band knows that shit. There there is no kind of drug that'll ever make you fucking feel that mm-hmm. way when you're stepping on stage with fucking bubble guts and a curtain's moving back or you know lights are going down. Like don't forget the gig. That's dick. yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't forget the yeah, gig. The gig dick. Dick. <laughs> I love that gig. But it's but that's that shit is true, dude. And that's the one time, uh, you know, well, you know. That's the one time a day when you're, you know, doing what you do best that you can like music, you know, playing music has multiple, like multiple purposes, uh, you know, obviously. Um, But uh, yeah, like the high you get from playing live on stage and it doesn't, doesn't matter. From the time I played my first show at like, even like backyard shows and shit yep. like that, you know what I mean? Like for ki- for kids that were fucking beating each other's asses, dude, in a backyard. You're just jamming you know? for your own, it, yourself. In, it's a in, it's you know, a crazy it's a crazy in, dopamine in the high, dude. for the first time. Yeah, it's, you know, or it, nail or nailing a song that exactly. you've been trying to learn. You're like, oh hell yeah! And then you're pumped, you know. You get all gig, that. You can get gig dick without he being at a gig. That's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, there's there's a there's something like crazy inherently satisfying about strumming the last note of your set on stage saying thank you very much we'll see you guys next time or whatever and walking off stage and just being like ah I left yeah. it all out there that's, dude that's, and coming yeah. off stage and just that you feel it too you walk past the door jam of like walking off stage and like mm-hmm. cold air hits you and you're just like Whew. yeah you know what I mean that's a sick ass feeling that n- no heroin addict will ever experience no one who's doing blow yeah. or none of that shit yeah. like it you couldn't make a replacement no, you for that. I, you I never talk about that feeling of the feeling of getting off the stage yeah, yeah. like it's like they're, and they're 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 both. It's they're, 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 they're the different. one before going on stage, the one coming after going yeah. on stage are different. Absolutely, <laughs> but, but the but, second but, one's a lot hotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're both equally satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the you know the feeling of walking up and That's, you know hearing kids go crazy when the fucking lights pop up and you know yep. hitting the first note of whatever song you're fucking playing and then the last note rolling off, getting off, you know throwing a pick out, hit handing somebody a fucking stick, dude, smacking a high five on the way off stage, like. Dude, How many farting for, on your bandmates? Dude. Farting on your bandmates, dude. Hitting I them with that, that Dutch oven in the bandwagon, dude. Garza's <laughs> gonna be the first one. I'm giving you pink eye, dog. It's happening. But no, like that's that's a real fucking cool thing. That again, for as I know we talked about too, like for as big as the scene is and all that shit, it's really not. When you really stop and think about the people that get to do what we do for a living, it's by comparison to the people mm-hmm. on the planet, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking small percentage, yep. and it's even wilder that we do something that leaves a lasting effect right. on people around the fucking world, and that ties into like him being like, when you know, when, when we're working on our craft and creating songs and writing an album and all that stuff, it is something that uh, that I think about all the time. It's like, damn, um, 
you know, somebody, somebody, okay, like Kobe Bryant, you know, rest in peace or whatever. He, that man left a fucking legacy behind. He'll be remembered forever as the GOAT. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The music and albums that artists and musicians put out will be around for the rest of the time. That shit will live long after we're fucking dust, yep. which is a real yeah. crazy and, and wild thing to think about that. At some point, we'll be considered a fucking oldies band, which yeah. is really weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, we're living in a time where we're already yeah. we're already, yeah. You know, the you know the yeah. clen- the cleansing record is considered <laughs> old school. It's it's, death a, it's a classic deathcore record, where, dude. Yeah, it's a classic deathcore. I heard I heard somebody so say strange. that shit, and I was no, like, that's, that's weird. Hey, yeah. I, yeah, I'm still alive, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think I might have been telling him uh, when we were at the B and B after like one of the tracking days or whatever. I was like. I forgot whose fucking car I was in. They were listening to the radio. And it was on fucking K Earth 101 on Oldies. And they were playing STP. And I was like, Oh, wow. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to stop and check my pulse for a second. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this is old now? Yeah. And I was like, that record came out in 1991. That was fucking 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Mom, come pick me up. I'm scared. Fuck. What, what, was, what was Oldies in the 80s? Stuff from the 50s. Yeah. Same, I, same I, thing. I hate same thinking about thing. that. I know same it's a very thing. real thing. Well, but, you well, you got to think. Technology moves much faster, so oh, things, absolutely. things, you know, from the fifties to the eighties sounded hella different. I mean, you you had, you know, a, you know, a myriad of, of of things that came out that helped the recording <laughs> yeah. to make musicians better. Yeah. So by the time the eighties rolled around, yeah. So now, you know, you listen to STP and you listen to the same butt rock bands that are out right now. They're sounding pretty similar because. They had stuff that came out around the same time, so it's yeah. to, to us it's even more. That. It's, but yeah, but it's a trip. think about it from the perspective of the, the you know the younger generation yeah. who doesn't who hadn't heard stuff recorded the way STP recorded, yes. which was to no click. Everybody's playing at the same time. The, yeah, it, you know exactly. they're all sitting in these like big ass rooms. You know the, what they're used to is stuff being rec- a whole record being recorded by just Garza by himself it, on his computer, yeah. sounding perfect, edited. You yeah. Know, Tony Pristine. They so. recorded core at uh at at uh third encore. Oh no shit. Yeah, right across oh. the street from where we did the virtual tour. Oh shit. All together in the same room. In the, uh, the retro. Big room. The, yep. t- the term retro though. Who you, are you talking? Who are you talking about? Uh, STP. STP. Oh. Um, that album core. Um, I have no idea. It ha- Apple it, core. It was it was <laughs> during shot, the, uh, right around the Northridge earthquake too. I learned that while yeah. we were at the yeah. virtual tour. But oh, wow. no, that term retro. The term retro. I remember when I was in like middle school or whatever. Nah, shit. I was in elementary school. Like my my my, <laughs> my my cousin, my cousin became like a hippie, you know. But in the fucking nineties, yeah, you know. So like my whole family was, was like, oh, a nineties hippie. Wouldn't that just be grudge? You know. Yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah kind of. But like, no, he was into whatever hippie shit. Nah, I don't fucking know. He was into like fucking, the shit you're into now. <laughs> <laughs> he li- he listened to the Spin Doctors, you know, for sure. Damn. But I remember the term <laughs> retro. Learning the term retro, and then I remember once we we got involved in the music industry. And like we were talking about corn and slipknot and and like you know band and deftones that were like from the early nineties. I was realizing I was like, wait, no, like now those bands are retro. Yeah. Like yeah. those are the retro yes. bands. No. Like for yeah. our 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 world. Dude, Deftones has been a band since eighty eight. That's weird. Super weird. Super weird. <laughs> Yeah, so so not, is, not, so but, hey, so is <laughs> Damn, flow. You know, fucking morbid angel, dude. Yeah, eighty-eight, dude. Oh, aborted. I was three. <laughs> I, I was three. They were blast beat. Dude, aborted started in like ninety-eight, right? Aborted's pretty old. Shout out aborted. Are, shout, <laughs> out, shout out aborted, dude. Shout out aborted. The, the, uh, uh, about aborted though, the the when I 
I didn't even get the Suicide Silence gig. Um, I tried out for the band, and then you guys gave me a CD. We were like, learn these songs. And it was you guys playing at the showcase. And uh, and I remember it was Mitch going like, "Give it up for Aborted." They were the headline. They were the headliner. Oh so yeah! I, like I'll never forget that. Like Damn. I learned Suicide Sounds music from a live <laughs> at the showcase opening for Aborted. Wow! <laughs> live set, which Sick. was pretty pretty fucking cool. Uh, what year was Sick. that? Like 2005, 2004? Yeah, it was 2005. I think the show that you guys gave me was probably from that year. I would imagine yeah. 2005. Damn! Cormac yeah, didn't just drop too. Yeah, and yeah. we're we're that was a, that was a hype record, dude. Yeah, dude. That record was still. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that's still ridiculous. a hype record. <laughs> Yeah, that's the sickest, sickest title. Gormageddon. Gormageddon. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. It's the new burger at McDonald's. The Gormageddon. <laughs> oh my god. I'm loving it. <sighs> should, should, should we just uh, tell the corn guys to call their next record Cornmageddon? Cornmageddon. Every band, just everyone, just make a fucking Yo. Slipknot. Slipknot Mageddon. Slipknot Mageddon. <laughs> what about, what like about a spaghetti dish? What about what about Hornmageddon, dude? <laughs> Hornmageddon. Hornmageddon. It's happening. That's guys. Uh, that's my great uncle on my mother's side. <laughs> that's a ho- old Hornmageddon. <laughs> Boy, I'm oh hungry. My <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I had that uh, Sprouts has this like vegan buffalo I've pasta. I wanted to try that. So good, man! I had that before I came here. Probably not enough. Probably not enough. I wanted like a burrito. Of course, it's the classic. God, just hungry right now. We're in Santa yeah. Ana right now, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. There's a, there's we're, we're, four, we're four minutes from there's fire. A, there's an Albert Tacos yeah. California burrito. Calling my name. Everything. Everything. Dang, yeah. dude. You know what's crazy? After so long, uh, Mark was talking earlier about, like, your intention. It's, it's crazy, like, we're st- I'm still living it. Like, like my, I, like my, my it? first show was seeing Corn Rob, Rob Zombie in 99. And seeing Corn, I'm like, I want to tour with him. I have to. Out of any means necessary. And you made it happen. It's weird. It's weird. Look, I, it's it's weird that tour that we did. Uh, what what year was that? I always forget if it was twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I was like, I forgot. Like that that tour happened, and it means more now now than when the tour is happening because that tour was kind of a blur. I don't know what it was. It was like it was too much. It's like I mean, you're you're like talking like a life goal, a life goal for the band as a in in the visuals. It's and then like. For that to happen after Mitch was still like a big like, what like like what the fuck to to to, to and the timing of you Eddie and like the, the way things just happen and then the tour that happened and then you're you know you're seeing Monkey walk, walk by you're like whoa he's like a real person. Yeah. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> shit. I think the reason why that whole tour was such a blur is because we were all knew we were about to jump off a bridge. Not true. Like we all knew yeah. that we were about to go work on a record that we knew it was a dive into the unknown. Yeah, and, true. and it was kind of like everything that was happening at the time, we were already preparing so much to just fucking do whatever the fuck we wanted and not give a fuck. Garza, you and I yeah. were waking up every day at the crack of dawn going for hit, like, H-I-I-T sprints then doing about an hour of yoga. I forgot about that. Before going to lunch. <laughs> this was every day on tour. We'd have Monkey walking by being like, damn, you young bucks. And we were like, we're just trying to stay young bucks because we were, we knew what the next thing was coming. And we knew that we had to be mentally like yeah. ready. So that's for me, that's why that tour. But ultimately, I spent every day of that tour 
feeling like a kid. Like I, yeah, same. I was very much yeah. in the moment in those days. It's awesome, and it's, it was something that, man, I'm so grateful that that happened in my life. It was, it's, it was almost to the almost to the to twenty year date of when I saw, corn, doing issues, you know, releasing issues and putting that out and playing at the Oakland Arena. You know, that was huge for me and seeing them. St- I stood out in line from like noon. Till when I left at midnight, you know, got picked up, and to be playing, you know, the, with a band of that caliber, and to be out there and putting w- what at the time was some of the best live performances I've ever done. You know, I mean, I was I was aiming for something that was further than I needed to aim. You know, just because, just because I wanted. I, I was always striving. I'm always going to strive to be the best. I want to be the best. You, you know, were, regardless, you, were, you of, weren't just lifting to live, bro. No, I was not lifting to live, dude. I was looking at it closely, very closely. That's all. It, that's all it comes down to. Bitch ass parasite. Bitch ass parasite. No, yeah, I think that I, I really though also living that tour like we were kids is also why I don't. It feels like <laughs> a blur. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Back like what happened? <laughs> I think I was sober as shit on that tour. Honestly, I think I just smoked weed. Yeah, what a, what a crazy tour. We're like just hanging out, and then you see John Davis walk in our room. Mm. You know, it just doesn't seem real. Like, oh, th- there he is. I'm just going to pretend he's not there and just keep fucking practicing what, doing, what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> it's like, damn, like, they're just fucking hanging out, dude, trying to hang out. Or Brian, like, just long fingers popping his head God, around. God, dude. <laughs> what a trick. Hi, guys. What the hell? What are you doing hanging out with us? <laughs> Head just wanted to hang around and be around Dan Kenny while he was super wasted because <laughs> Head sober and he just wanted to vicariously be fucked up with <laughs> any of us, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just smell your breath or anything. Just don't worry. About it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like watch you be silly. All right. Okay. <laughs> were you, were you fucking DK kick ass around him every night or what? Oh, dude, I turned up. <laughs> I turned up. I turned mean, up. It, it was just it was just so much fun. Cause yeah. after you got to pl- after you played a sick ass show, you still got to watch fucking corn. That's you know? that is pretty sick. And then you, after not you, only that, but corn doing their self titled. Yeah, insane. God damn, that's right. Yeah. Th- this brings up like so many memories of mine where it's just like I used to grow up thinking that if you were going to open for Slayer that the whole crowd would hate you. So yeah. I always thought like you open for these big bands like everyone's going to fucking boo you off the totally. stage, you yeah. know? So like it goes back to like a memory that I have which I probably said this a million times before but like we played with Slayer in 2009, yeah. right? Yeah. So like we we were we played with them at the Spokane Knitting Factory, I believe, yeah, and it was, it was just us and Slayer. And like Fuck. 2009, like 2009, <laughs> you weren't even like barely 20 years old, you know, like we were fucking <laughs> yeah. kids. And, and we started when, and, and that was the first day of this tour, which the next day was going to be in Canada where we started in, in like fucking huge arenas. Hockey arenas. Yeah. Hockey arenas with Megadeth, Machine Head and Slayer. I don't even remember the order, but. We had this one show with them, and I remember, like, oh, they're going to fucking hate you us. You made me nervous yeah. before that show with all of your shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I wasn't that that extremely nervous yet. But then once you said, oh, they're going to hate us, I was like, really? 
I just <laughs> I grew up thinking like that. Like I just thought, like you know. But hey, but after like the first song, it happens you're like, though. You're like, oh yeah. No, it's fucking way crazier Dude, than does, that. That because does happen though. Like I played with Danzig, and they they, they chanted Danzig during our set. That stuff does. It happen. does happen. You know what wow. I mean? And and as a deathcore band, deathcore was believe it or not, not revered back in the day by death metal and metal dudes. They fucking hated deathcore. Yeah. And if you were a deathcore band, so we, of course you're going to go up there. I was even in the band, I understand. And you. us, yeah. and, and like, not for nothing, like, I say this too, we didn't start a deathcore band. No. You know, we didn't start a band to be deathcore. We just started a band. That, or you started a band. That. And, and, and People don't realize and, or, that. All the way back to whatever, like, either way, that fucking Slayer show, yeah. and I think about it with the corn like the the way it lines up and mayhem with Slipknot and like all these things, but that fucking Slayer show when the lights went out and we're in the back and we're about to fucking start playing and our intro rolls, the lights go out, the crowd goes fucking nuts, and I remember thinking, oh fuck, they think we're Slayer, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and then like we go out there and fucking murder it. Still my favorite show I've ever played in my entire yeah. fucking life, and and it was That's... so fucking good. I wish there was uh... footage from that. It probably is. It's got like, like backstage footage. You mean internet, like backstage footage? Uh, that or just like seeing us. It like probably is. Nuts. It probably yeah. is. But that's still that was fucking insane. But it's it it's like when you get done playing and you're opening for one of your favorite bands, any of them, and then you get to fucking hang out and watch the band play. Dude, it's, it's the best insane. feeling. No wonder They're it's a fucking blur. Yeah, and I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's another one of those highs. Uh huh. It's totally, the shit you dreamed of you know, is happening. We we talk about this all the time, but we we call the general public Gen Pop. That's what we call people. GP people on the outside of the the little fence, and that's literally all backstage is. It's literally backstage. Yeah. It, there, there's nothing special about it. It's a bunch. It's a sink and a pisser and a fucking an empty room with a flickering light with. A weird midget in the corner, <laughs> and some and some fucking nat- and some Nature Valley bars, dude, <laughs> and, 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 a, and one banana that's been half eaten by a rat. <laughs> that's what's going on backstage, and you know you 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 talk about Gen Pop as if you don't come from Gen Pop, but the reality is that you come from Gen Pop. We all do. We all do. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, we were all those kids. I'm standing still in around. The Gen Pop. You know, whatever I can be. Being like, hey, dude, you want to? You should. Should I jump in the pit? Come on, Larry. You know, you dare me, bro. Dude, oh oh, god. I and and that's us. You know. I think about uh, which also ties into Suicide Silence too. Was like, I think it was Ozfest 2005, which I didn't really know you guys back then, but we all ran into each other at the show, like kind of knew each other. But I remember being in the pit for Lamb of God and falling and fucking scraping my knee and it was mud and blood. And I was just like, fuck this. Oh, I was all pissed, fucking wearing my fucking denim vest and shit. And, like, <laughs> and, 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 and then when we did Mayhem, it was only three years later, 2008. So oh, three wow. years later, we're on tour and playing with Slipknot and like all these sick bands. So and sick. I remember being at the, sa- at the same venue that you know, we ran into each other and saw Ozfest, and I remember just yeah. being like, "Oh, this is where I was supposed to be the whole fucking time. Like, I'm supposed to be chilling back here. I'm yeah. not supposed to be fucking falling in the pit over there, dude. Like, fuck that. Like, I want that Nature Valley in the corner. Is that rat done with that banana? Like, <laughs> are you done with that banana core? You gonna, you gonna finish that? Are you gonna finish that banana core? Wow, it's yeah. crazy how quick shit would change. You know, oh, yeah. I always felt that way, man. I, I would go to shows. Even at that corn show, I remember feeling that way. I remember screaming as loud as I can because I, you know, I hadn't even seen Rockstar. I don't think Rockstar had even come out yet. Then, and I wanted 
to scream loud enough to be able to get pulled on stage just to sing one note on the microphone in front of all those people. That right there is something that I fully, fully remember. And f- like, it's never that right there is. I don't think it's ever gonna go away. And like, I think that's what keeps me here. I think that's the one thing that makes me when I do want to like e- quit, end it all, walk away from it. I think that's the thing that keeps me here. Is that when I was at those shows in the general public. Yeah, the way it I made wanted, you feel. I wanted to be on that stage more than anything. And that's why I go and I eat that half a banana. And that's why, you know, you write the records, you complete them, you suffer through them, you suffer through all the 58 hours of <clears throat> of work that you have to put in to be able to celebrate the 10 minutes on stage that you do get to enjoy. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It, yeah, for, uh, having people hear the things that you make. That was that was something that I always was like really really all about. Where I was just like, man, I just want I want fucking Shagrath or fucking somebody like you know like when I was a kid like I was way into black metal and shit. So like or like you know that era of black metal. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, I just want to throw my demo on this on the stage and have them hear it. You know, like and now it's just wow. like, dude, I get to fucking record music and people hear it. Like now, that's fucking. Cool. Now you text with some of those people. Yeah, you know. Now it's like <laughs> that's oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. So man, we we've got like oh I, I got I got that guy's phone number. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Sometimes it's just like I'm so happy to experience this in my body. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't fucking believe it. Sometimes <laughs> call call your mom. Hey, I got this guy's number. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy's. Number. I got a guy's oh number. No, hey, it's, mom, it's, it's sick. Like DK, how pumped were you when you like when you scored George's number, dude? That was like 20 years ago, dude. Yeah. Look, you, you're still horned up even now, he's, dude. He's my, he, <laughs> that's true love. He's my big brother. I, that's true love. love Never it. goes away. Dan King, what was the first tour you ever did? Selling merch for Severed Savior on the Cannibal Black Dahlia tour. What year? Fuck. 2004. What happened on that tour? Uh, Didn't ate, the bus catch on fire? The bus catch on fire. <laughs> I almost died in the bus, dude. <laughs> Wow. It burnt down in Katy, Texas. It was like 115 degrees outside. Wait, is this a serious Damn. thing? Yeah. There's footage oh, on shit. it. Damn. <laughs> you could have made you, that you story like... way sicker, dude. <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> fucking story I, I've ever heard. I don't like to relive that. <laughs> Mark gave me the, the sickest setup, too. It was I, a sick setup. Uh, yeah, bus burnt down Texas. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was real hot. It was real hot. Oh, <laughs> was real hot. He, he, was, he was giving you gems right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, the generator caught fire in the back of the bus, and, the, and I got ripped out of my bunk in my boxers by Murray, and he was like, get out of the bus. And I was like... I was a hungover 19 year old kid. <laughs> and then I was like, I just. That hangover walk. doesn't have shit on your hangover anymore. <laughs> I, I, I walk out of the bus just with my box is burning my feet on the ground. And it's just like a kid go back on the bus. It was gnarly. Yeah, bad seen bad video, day in the man. office. It's crazy. I've seen bad that video. Yeah, but nuts. that was my first tour. I was like, well, what can, what can be worse than this? You know? <laughs> it's only uphill, uphill for now. <laughs> Hey, see, but that, that's, that, that's what I was going to say. I think, it's supposed, I think it's supposed to be downhill, no? You, know, you can only go up from here, but, you know, like, it's so good. That was so good. But I say, the best day of my life is the, the day of the, hey, but, I'll, the, tell the, you, I'll tell you something. There's the, you know what this reminds me of? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, this fucking reminds me of right now. What the hell? Day Kenny, me and Dan Kenny hammered at like I three in the morning drinking, eat, drinking, eat, drinking chicken nuggets. Drinking chicken <laughs> nuggets. I know, it's putting a nugget in my mouth and just dripping the sauce in there. <laughs> Dan, you know, Dan, Dan, Dan bought, Dan you know bought two 20 piece nuggets and was f- f- 
feeding me yeah. nuggets every was, every ten seconds because your bunks right below mine, so you just see a creepy <laughs> hand, a creepy hand just come out with a nugget, and, so, and then, then he just like, out, he's going out like a little fish, and that's just a memory from a couple of months ago. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was yeah. the last tour. Oh. Something like chicken nugget love, dude. Yeah, I mean, you remember how uh, Chris Farley in the movie who'd eat fries and then just like suck the ketchup packet? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I still do that with Del Taco, Del yeah, Scorcho, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. Pro move. I Come on, take a bite. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my favorite memories is eating ketchup filled French fries with with you at some shitty diner in 2006. Some shitty diner. We were it was all of us, and I think Alex was the one who. Ripped a, a, a French fry in half, and, a, and then oh, with one of the red squeeze it, bottles that had the little, it, and then all all of us did it for the rest of the tour. We're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's that. a pretty, that's a pretty ketchup infused move. fries. That's wow. game changer right there, game dude. Changer shit, dude. Jack the Box got this new new sauce called Good Good Sauce. <laughs> good Good Sauce. Sounds good. It's real good. I don't, what, I don't even know how. What, what, what do you put it on? What do you put it on, Dan? Burgers, but I don't even know. Uh, I don't uh, even know what the flavor sauce? is. It's a flavor I've never really even had. Is it like it's like a mystery airhead? It's a like mystery the airhead. airhead you just flavor. don't know what it is, but yeah, it's good. It, it it's, bo- it's Bohemian goat, actually. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Only Dan Kenny would know that there's a new sauce at Jack in the Box. Dang. <laughs> I saw. Yeah. I saw it on the window driving by, and it made me want to go try. He googled it. No, I, didn't, I just saw it on the, you know they, they put the new shit out. on their on the restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. I was like, I need to try me some of that good good stuff. <laughs> I need to try me some of that. Wow. I think I might like, want to try some of that. Some <laughs> We're doing pills. It's the logical next step for you. <laughs> I drive by Jack. In, in, a, in a box often I'm like man what loser eats there you're bass player does <laughs> dude they have the tacos still are like the shittiest thing but they're so delicious dude they suck yeah, they're, they're delicious they are not they it ain't suck. delicious coming out my ass I'll tell you that bro. <laughs> yep but those fucking cinnamon uh, yep. bites are, that's for it. Yep. <laughs> that's Just talking about how shot that place is, and then he's like, but you know, but, but the you know what? Yeah, I've been there about 3 a.m. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> hey, it's the place that's always there for you. No, I've, I've never eaten that Jack in the Box. Yes, it's I've open eaten till the fuck, the it's box. open 24 hours. So you, oh you, my those, God. you need those after bar tacos, you yep. go get them. Dude, Garza learned how to roll a joint, and now he eats it. <laughs> now, now, now he look eats at Jack in the Box at four in the morning. <laughs> Thank you to YouTube. I found it, it's the uh, it's it's the cone effect. Like, <laughs> it's like 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 you wrap it like a cone, and it is. I just fell in love with that that method. It's pretty, pretty gratifying. Excited. It is. You know, Gar- Garza just rolls joints. He doesn't even smoke them. <laughs> Dude, the joy. The joy. It's like changing guitar strings, but don't play guitar. The joy. The joy. The joy on Garza's face, dude. Night one at the B&B when he rolled his fucking split. On, he was like. Oh, who wants to fucking smoke this thing? He was so pumped. I was like, it's a good looking fucking joint, dude. He's like, I did it all by myself. Oh my gosh. And now he now he knows how to roll to joint perfection, dude. He's dude. he's got it down pat, dude. The joint lord. You, Meanwhile, I'm, I'm smoking out of a fucking space space drug puff co fucking puff using co, an app to fucking smoke out of some shit. F- future weed, dude. I, dude, like, I feel like such a goober when I'm smoking out of that thing because it's just like I'm using an app to smoke my weed. Yeah, what the weed fuck? is getting way crazier. People are smoking out of like metal cones. And oh like, wow, 
Use a trash can. Uh, Jay Kenny, I don't think those people are smoking weed, dude. I, I, I'm just going to say it. I'm I mean, pretty like, sure that's not what they're doing. Bombs are getting so big and uh, you need a fucking torch now? Dude, dude. Like, are these are these people you're watching smoke? Do they fall over afterwards? That's yeah. uh, oh definitely. God, that just reminded me of when we were at the Gathering of the Juggalos and fucking James Lynch. Somebody offered him a six-foot bong rip and we'd already been fucked up the whole day. And then they, yeah. he just took a huge fucking rip and passed out in front of us while Cannibal Corpse was playing. Holy so shit. It's the fucking best shit ever, dude. Something, wow. from, something from Beer Fest or something. Dude, it was the Jesus. best. It was fucking, he just went, I saw him just fucking knees buckle. <laughs> Head down. He was down, dude. And that's a long Head way to down. fall, dude. James Lynch is a, he's a tall boy, dude. Oh, dude. my God. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a, he was related to Paul Bunyan. You know <laughs> wow. That's, that's his fucking ball punion. Great, 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 great grandpa. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, Duke. Is he a Duke? Was it the Baron? Baron. The Baron. Baron. Baron, Baron Von, Von James Lynch, dude. Baron Von Lynch. Seamus Von Lynch. Seamus. <laughs> well, boys, I think we covered a lot of ground. Do we miss oh, anything? Man. Oh, everything, dude. Oh, they right. miss, <laughs> they, they <laughs> miss me on some bullshit. That's it. That's it, bitch ass parasite. <laughs> you guys missed the Guards Ernie beef, though. We're in an active battle to see who can who can catch the gnarliest fade on to, tour. You guys yeah. are gonna fight. You guys Garza, are gonna win. Garza, Garza low key, we're probably just gonna kiss dude. all day. You guys are gonna crack me up on tour. I already know it. Uh, it's on, it, dude. It is on the way. It's, yeah. on, it's on, on the way. It's, it's coming. Whenever I think that Ernie's got you, you get him back dude. hard. <laughs> hey, yo, he's not. He's not wrong. I, he, 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 he can keep up. He can keep up. <laughs> Fucking dingus battle over here. But eventually, my, he'll, my favorite, he'll, he'll my favorite, fall to these fucking. To these massive shoulder fucking traps, oh, dude. It's all right. No, I'll carry you, just, you around you on top. I, I, I know. I'm loading, <laughs> I'm loading his gun for him right now, dude. I already know. Give him 30 seconds. I can see it on his better, face. He's formulating right now. You better watch out on the stage, dude. He's got some secret tactics up my, there. My oh, favorite oh, was Garza walking in and going, ah, anyone have some Tylenol? Uh, my back my back really hurts from carrying all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. I was like, what the hell? What He's he like, want? I had to think my back was finally starting to feel good today. He's like, and you walked in, and now my fucking back's in pain again. <laughs> the moment I see Ernie, I'm like, my fucking back starts hurting. Oh, God. <laughs> He's like, damn, I woke up today and got out of bed, and just shit didn't feel right. I knew dude. you were close by. He's like, <laughs> dude, January, dude, my back was fucking feeling good. The moment I, I fucking hang on Ernie again, man, I got a sore back, dude. I'm carrying he, back. he told me, he told me, he's like, he, he texted me when he got home from having like the lunch meeting with me. He's like, bro, my back's fucking. He, me, got a, he got a he got a herniated disc, dude. He did. <laughs> oh, yes. um, oh my gosh. And, and we're done. Um, <laughs> and and we are done. And well, that's it. Unfortunately, this is this podcast is going to come out uh, after the Chaos Carnage tour comes out. But I want to thank everyone that bought tickets because, I mean, a little backstory quick. But uh, SS has never been a presale band. So to see these massive pre-sales and shows Insane. even selling out, I don't even know like what I think about that. It's just, it's just thank you. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Uh, like literally, like the first two thirds of the tour uh, was was looking to be sold out. So th- thank you. I, I can't I can't believe it. I'm, I'm pretty sure by the time the tour is over, we'll be like, what the fuck just happened? It just it just <laughs> reaffirms, dude. Let's like, be serious. Shout out to fucking Lorna Shore for being Straight bringing up. the fucking heat to this tour. God damn Straight it, up. these boys they're, are they're, on they're fucking. Fire. They're I know this is coming yeah. out in four months, and in four months, you know, with the turn of events and how the deathcore scene is, they might not be as hot. But, <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> but, but no, no, those guys are crushing, and they're you know Austin is you know one of the main dudes in that. That's band. my baby boy right there. We go, and, we gonna see him and in I've, a couple I've, days. I've known that cat for a long time. I've seen him go from 
you know, thugs to riches, and you know, the the man deserves everything that they, that he has right now. And you know, the, the you know, Will is a tremendous fucking dude, and the boys are br- really bringing some fucking awesome music out. So, yep. Shout out to all the bands on the tour. That's Shout out to J- Cra- crazy, to crazy massive pack. JJ and Dan at mm-hmm. uh, Thirty Three and West, Thirty Three and West agency yep, yep. who put the tour together. It's yeah, it's gonna murder. And we're Cur- all, curate, we're curated curated the tour of the year. Is it's what gonna I've heard be chaos and carnage, people, guys. Oh, oh my god, so much chaos. Carnifex, <laughs> thank you. Want a short thank you. Angel Maker, Signs of the Swarm, Distant, uh, Pond of Burning Body, Pond of Burning Body, dude, great, so much, great dude. lineup, man. Dude, yeah. Wins Killer plague bands. for the West Coast shows. Oh, dude. what's up? Yeah, the, dude, about to be just a about today, to be party actually. today. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, bands, for a, a great tour because we're talking like it already happened. So thank, thank, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's because we know it's going to be sick. Though that was a great, that was a great tour. That was a great tour. That was pretty tight, right? I think we all can agree. Yeah, yeah, Okay, it's mostly we're about to play it, but that shit was sick. It's mostly going to be sick because I'm just going to carry everyone in Garza on my back the entire tour, dude. Don't I was relying it. I on you. it, dude. I'm old. I'm shot, dude. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a stick drop count. I never been oh. so disrespected in my entire life. <laughs> it's all love, though, bro. I did, hey, I, I respectfully disrespect you with a lot of love, dude. Oh, awesome. Wow. I'll buy you pizza. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> well, thanks for having us, Gars. Uh, thank you guys for all being here, man. I can't Sick. believe we got the whole band here. Yeah, dude. Stoked. Full band podcast. How about that? Let's go. Holy Woo. shit. I don't know if I've ever seen one. So man, f- I fucking sh- pumped it happened. Uh... This is either going to drop the same day as the first song of our new record or at least a week prior. So if you're listening to this, watching this, new music is either out in the week or out now. So I hope you enjoy it. We've, uh, you've heard the process about it. You've heard uh, the backstory of it and how much we enjoyed writing it for all you. Yep. So uh, we, we, uh, we can't wait for you to hear more of it. And uh, yeah, uh, so check out uh, us on Instagram. Uh, the band name, and we're trying to get on TikTok somehow. So if I don't know how, because if you don't know, our band name is Banned from TikTok, uh, and uh, it's a sensitive trigger word these days. Apparently, the word suicide is triggered, and a part of me is saying that uh, part of YouTube's gonna part gonna yank this episode. So hopefully, you see this. <laughs> <laughs> we can just use unalive silence, dude. That's oh, that's, that's that's the term now, Fucking dude. Whack. <laughs> So insane, trying, sensitive as bitches. Trying to find dude, a workaround, We, work we just got to pull a Pantera and just call ourselves Suicidio. Ooh. All right. Damn. Oh, do you think it's, do you think it's banned in other languages, too? Oh, we should, I don't know. Could we, we should just finally be Suicidio Silencio? Damn, hella fancy, dude. Could we finally? We have Enya's on the fucking tops of the... Yeah, dude. Let's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's start looking into that. I bet we can make that fly. <laughs> well, sick. Well, everyone... Uh, thank yeah. you for listening and watching, and yeah. uh, until next time. Later. Bye. Bye.